0: The Spirit of Jazz podcast, where music dances with mystery, with your hosts, Bill Carter and Jeff Kellum.
1: Welcome to the Spirit of Jazz podcast. This is Bill Carter, and I'm here with my friend Jeff Kellum. Say hello, Jeff Kellum. Hello, Jeff Kellum. We are glad that you have found us. This is a podcast that explores the spiritual dimensions of jazz and the ways that it can shape and direct our lives. And one of the things we're going to
0: be talking about today is what the podcast is all about for us as well as for you, the
1: listener. The way to begin is by telling a brief story, a moment that happened on one of my tours with the Presby Bob Quartet, my touring jazz ensemble. We had finished one of our concerts. The door of the minivan opened, and Ron Vincent, our effervescent drummer, climbed in. He was the last to arrive, and he was euphoric. We were hitting it tonight, he said, and I feel good. Tony Marino, our bassist of few words, smiled and added, Yeah, it was a great gig. We were winding up a week-long tour of concerts, and I was feeling pretty fine myself, and very appreciative that I may be the only Protestant minister who takes vacation time to go on the road with his band. I thank them for making the trip. You know, Ron said, there's something profound about this music, something deeply spiritual. Bill you should tell other people about it. (laughs) So here we are on this podcast, thinking about jazz, reflecting on jazz, listening to jazz, and considering how it might be spiritual.
0: And it touches everyone in a different way. Some of us come at it as pure entertainment. We just want to be entertained, which (laughs) is not a bad thing at all. It can soothe, it can excite, tapping your foot is will burn a few calories here and there, both <laughs> spiritual calories and physical ones. But what Ron said it really is interesting. he's not the he's not the village priest here. Um, he's the uh, person no, he's who, not. who is percussive in so many different ways and for him to be touched by, in that way, Mike Carbon has said similar things too. Uh, when Mike plays with Presby Bob playing saxophone, flute and uh, all that whole array of horns, he's talked about being moved sometimes to tears, by the music that Presby Bob is playing.
1: And that word spiritual can be a slippery word. I've never quite known how to define it. Uh, For some, it points to an emotional experience. It evokes responses ranging from pathos to ecstasy. And a soulful song can resonate with the broken heart. A freewheeling improvisation will evoke cheers. The skilled jazz musician can set the emotional thermostat of a room. People can be deeply affected, even strangely warmed. And yet, jazz has an intellectual component as well. Complex harmonies dance between tension and release. Melodies unfold over fascinating rhythms. Musicians in the groove embrace a long tradition of both practical wisdom and fiery emotion. So, it's emotional and intellectual, connecting the head and the heart, and suggests a more inclusive way to plumb the depths of both heaven and earth. You
0: know, the the word spiritual, too, is, um, if you take the word spirit piece of it, it can be part of the secular world as well. I mean, we talk about school spirit, we talk about community Mm -hmm. spirit, and what that is, is it builds, it's, it's community. Right, right. Spirit joins us together. And, and I'm not talking necessarily about Holy Spirit. I'm just talking about spirit is something we have in common that makes us feel part of something bigger than ourselves.
1: And when that happens, it pushes us out of our little individualistic bubbles, doesn't it? Oh. Yes. And while this sense of community, community spirit is being built. It's always informed by the passion and the experience of the musicians. They are deeply immersed in and playing out of the whole jazz tradition with all of its theoretical knowledge.
0: And you're talking about the uh, the technical aspects or the, the intellectual aspects of jazz, which some of us casual listeners don't get. I was listening to uh, a recording of the BBC big band, Jigs Wiggum, I think is his name. Um, And and he did a little bit of uh, music uh, theory uh, in introducing a particular piece by Count Basie. And he said, that's all the music theory you're going to get tonight in this two-hour concert. And I thought, that's probably all I need.
1: So, Jeff, we should introduce ourselves to our listeners so they have some sense of who we are. Let me do it this way. Tell us how you fell in love with jazz.
0: (laughs) You know, I've rehearsed this many times uh, because I've, I've answered this question before. The first music I was exposed to literally, was the shellac 78s played by my mother from her World War II years when my dad was in the Philippines and mom was at home playing records. And the pop music of the time was Harry James, Tommy Dorsey, Glenn Miller, Artie Shaw. So those were the first records Mm -hmm. I was exposed to. Then Mm -hmm. when I went to college, um, I, I had a college radio show called Bandstand, and it wasn't at all like dick clark's bandstand i was playing that music that i'd grown up with uh, the big band stuff mm-hmm. so the big band era as began my record collection and of course dorsey had a lot of as opposed to glenn miller miller had a sound dorsey had instrumentalists ziggy Elman, uh, buddy rich and and others uh, so we, they had a showcase for their jazz musicians you know that's the long and short of it and then when i went into radio i was doing jazz as a hobby uh, on the radio wasn't a religious program, it was just, a, I was a jazz DJ, essentially, in Richmond, Virginia. So that's where I grew up with liner notes, hoping I was pronouncing the names of these jazz artists correctly. Turantine, <laughs> Turantine. Turn I didn't know at
1: the time, who knew? Well, your story is very similar to mine. My mother was a clarinetist in high school.
0: Now, wait a minute, my mother was a sax player in high school. Well, there you go. And my dad was a drummer.
1: Well, I'll tell some stories about my mother and her mother, my grandmother, in some future episodes. But uh, between them, they had all these old recordings, 78s and 45s, of uh, Benny Goodman's famous quartet with Teddy Wilson on piano, and Lionel Hampton on vibes, or Fats Waller and his rhythm. And not only that, in the little town where I grew up, there was a public endowment that provided for a big band concert free to the public uh, once a year. And we heard Maynard Ferguson and uh, Stan Kenton, Woody Herman and others. And it was so exciting. I'd be sitting there listening to these bands blowing my hair off, thinking, I want to do what they do. I have to listen to more of this music.
0: Oh. I'll bet when you heard Ferguson, I went to a Maynard Ferguson concert, i bet it was the same thing, where he, did he play some
1: trumpets in various places? Oh, yeah. It was stirring, and what strikes me now is a lot of the people there probably didn't know how the music was put together, but they knew about vitality and life and energy and passion. And I think that's why they were there. Yeah. The musicians were playing at the top of their game, but there was this kind of sonic intersection of audience and performer, all focused and energized by this music. I've never forgotten it. It still moves me when I experience that today. Wow. So if you're listening to this conversation, we invite you to take part. Uh, how have you encountered jazz? How has it brought you alive? Tell us a story and send it to podcast at presbybop.com. That's P-R-E-S-B-Y-B-O-P dot com. We'd love to hear from you. You know, Jeff, if jazz is spiritual, it's not merely because it has the power to lift us off the ground. Sometimes the music meets us in the thick of our circumstances and brings us life. Yeah. I think of a saxophonist who sat in with us one time with our band. We were playing in a church, and he wasn't particularly comfortable with that. But he said afterwards with a smile... I guess I have a ministry of raising the dead. (laughs) Isn't that what we want? I think of the old words of the ancient Saint Irenaeus, the glory of God is the person who is completely alive. In future episodes, we look forward to having this conversation with you. How might music awaken, enrich, and empower our lives? And how might it direct us toward acts of love, justice, and mercy? That's what this podcast is all about, and we have an extraordinary jazz tradition to offer a whole lot of clues and connections. So thanks for tuning in. We're glad that you are here.
0: Thanks for listening to the Spirit of Jazz podcast. This is a production of Presby Bop Music. To find out more about Presby Bop, our music, concerts, and recordings, please explore our website at www.presbybop.com. And send us a note telling us what you think about the Spirit of Jazz. We'd love to hear from you. Check in with us again next time. I'm Jeff Kellum. And I'm Bill Carter. Thanks for tuning in.